Chodesh Tov. Nice to see you. Thank you, Rabbi Moshe, for his generosity and giving me the time. We're on chapter 97. We're on chapter 97, so that's Tzad Design. We're almost at the two-thirds mark of Tehillim. And today's chapter is a song of praise that is actually going to include some talk about the revelation of Borei Olam. You're going to see that in some of the descriptions of the greatness of God in this psalm, in this mizmor, you may feel like you may feel like we're at Har Sinai or something. Okay, that's going to be the general feeling of the early half of the mizmor, and then the second half of the mizmor is going to talk about uh, the the joy of the good people and the downfall of the wicked ones. Okay, whenever God comes and judges the people. Uh, very beautiful mizmor. And some mizmor, of course, that we're familiar with from Friday night tefillah. Okay, this mizmor is in the Friday night tefillah. It is the, what, the third of the mizmorim of the lechun irannena. Okay, so, Adonai malach tagel ha'aretz ismehu iim rabbim. God reigns and the earth will rejoice and be happy. And the many islands of the earth will also be glad. What, what's the reference to islands? Why does it... Why does the Mizmor say, the Lord reigns and the earth will rejoice and the many islands will be happy? Did we mention something in the previous... Uh... Did we? No. What's the idea? The idea is that, that, that island, islands are typically far out and, you know, like, uh, not involved in what goes on, right? They're considered very They're out, out of the way and closed off. And if even the islands are rejoicing about Borei Olam, it means that everybody, everybody knows about the greatness of Borei Olam. The entire world recognizes the greatness of Borei Olam. Okay? Pasuk Bet. Anan va'arafel sirivav, tzedek u'mishpat mechon kis'o. Cloud and fog surround him, surround Borei Olam. But... interesting that you said, I mean, just going back, you said like when you, somebody's like, where are you living on an island? You use right, 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 right. We use it as an expression. You live on an island. Where, where are you? So even those. So even the islands the that, islands in theory, really shouldn't be so involved, they already they hear in the greatness of Bereola. So Anan Varafil Srivav, he's surrounded by cloud and fog. Justice and judgment are the foundations, are the base of his throne. Meaning, Bereola, obviously, there's no physical throne, but his, his kingdom is established through the principles of justice and judgment. Okay, now Anan um, Varafel, where does that what does that remind you of? What does it remind you of when you see that Borei Olam is in the form of a cloud and a fog? That's Har Sinai, because it says Moshe Arafel that Moshe approached to the Arafel that there was God. Right, so that's a, um, that that's why I said this is going to feel a little bit like the revelation of Har Sinai. A fire goes before him. Again, another reference to fire, which we also saw at Har Sinai. Uh, fire goes before him and burns around his enemies. Okay, and this is, uh, again, it says that, the, um, that there was a fire on top of the mountain and there was a smoke coming from the mountain like the smoke of a furnace. That's a reference to Psukim, again, in Parshat Yitro, that described Borei Olam's revelation. God's lightning illuminates the world, 
and the earth sees and trembles. Even another revelation to, to uh, another another reference to revelation, you know, that there was lightning. Barak berakav tevel. This lightning lights up the earth, and everybody is scared. Harim kadonag namasu, and the mountains they melt like wax. Also another reference. Another mount, or exactly another reference. The mountains they melt like wax. Milifne adonai from before Hashem. Milifne adon kolaras from before the master of the earth. Higidu ashamayim tidko. The heavens declare God's uh, justice or His righteousness. And all of the nations saw His glory. Okay, so we could see this all as a by uh, as a byproduct of Borei Olam's re- revealing Himself to Bnei Yisrael at Har Sinai, where the entire earth was became aware. This was an earth-shattering moment. Everybody in, witnessed, and everybody witnessed, and everybody. And now, now, whenever we say everybody witnessed. I don't know if it means that someone in the island of somewhere in Hawaii heard about Har Sinai and the giving of the Torah, but it's a, it was a worldwide event because it was a revolutionary event. You know, so the the physical symbolism of the entire world trembling before God giving the Torah is supposed to be symbolic of the fact that the entire world is about to be given a book. Is it going to be enlightened and is going to be is about to be given a, a set of rules that are going to revolutionize human civilization? Okay. And because now all of everybody sees God's greatness and His greatness is being shown to the world, those who worship images pesel, they're going to be embarrassed. Those who glorify the idols, they're all going to be ashamed and all. Strong men or powerful people or or co- things that are considered divine only bend and bow to Borei Olam. And what happens in Israel when all this is going on? Israel or Yerushalayim, Zion, will be glad. They hear and they're going to be glad. The daughters of Yehuda will rejoice. Because of your judgments, Israel, which is the seat of Borei Olam's law and the seat of all of these things, they, they only become more joyful and more happy when more people follow Borei Olam and are bowing to Borei Olam. <speaking in Hebrew> For you, Hashem, are high upon the entire earth. You are highest upon the earth. <speaking in Hebrew> you are greatly exalted above all other uh, uh, imagined deities, deities that people believe are gods. <speaking in Hebrew> and those who love God, they hate evil. This is a very important pasuk. Hashem guards the life of His followers and He saves them from the Rishayim. So, is a classic pasuk. It's a phrase that maybe everybody has heard. But the ones who love God hate evil. There's nothing more true than that phrase. The ones who love God hate evil. If you think about what's going on in the world today, with the, you know, all the, the various movements and the, the wokeness and that kind of culture, godless. you sometimes see that within the, the godless, woke culture, they make exceptions for things that are so evil. And they allow for things that are so evil that you think that deep down it doesn't seem like these people actually hate evil. Deep down it doesn't seem like with all of their agenda, they're actually trying to eradicate evil. It seems like they have something another agenda and they kind of clothe that agenda with this desire for helping others when they're really 
looking maybe out more for themselves and don't really care about the evil that transpires, okay? The ones who love God, those people really hate evil. If you put God at the center of your life, that, that leads a person to loving goodness. Or zaru ala tzaddik, there's a light that is sown, that is planted for the tzaddik. And there's going to be joy for those who have a straight heart. This is one of the most classically true psukim you can ever have. That uh, for those who are straight, there's joy. There's a lot more joy in being good than in being bad. You may have temporary pleasure from being bad, but long-lasting joy that's planted and stored, that belongs to the good people. Rejoice in the Lord, in the Lord and give thanks and mention the greatness of His holy name. That's the end of the Pasuk, at the, at the end of Mizmor from 97. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. 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 Amen.